motherfuckers. Buongiorno. We are, I am, at the Scrummy Mummy Mansions in Peckham, aren't they, Shirley? Yes, we've come together. We've come together because we've got a gig tonight. I know. We um, haven't done a lick of work. We haven't rehearsed once. We've just been eating pasta pesto. <laughs> this is what we do when we get nervous. We just sort of silently feed. And uh, we feed a lot until we feel quite unwell. And Shelley that, has that's where we're at. Exactly. And Shelley has some really good cheeses in the house. I reckon you spend. A, I reckon you spend at least a hundred quid a week on cheese. Well, I went down to the general store on Bellenden Road to get some cheese because I knew Shelley was coming. She loves a bit of cheese. Love it. And she goes, "It's only a small slab. Do you want me to cut you a big one?" I said, "We're fine with a small one, thanks." Fourteen pounds fifty. Mm, it's the, Just ridiculous. Just to give you an idea. The, the price of cheese is ridiculous, but Shelley, I'm worth it. <laughs> Okay, so something I'm really excited about is I got my DNA ancestry results. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And it's not that I was surprised, because I know my heritage. They're quite clean lines. Um, Mother Palestinian, father Irish. So it came as no surprise when I was 48% Levantine from the Levant, which, for those of you who don't know, is, you know, Jordan, Syria, Beirut, Lebanon, basically Palestine, actually. Um, It was very clear about that. It says Palestine for slash Israel. And I said... No thanks. Yeah, I stole that. Thought that wind um, you up. Yeah, but you know they're being they're being inclusive. So forty eight percent Palestinian and forty seven percent Irish. I thought it was Southern Ireland. I thought it was Dublin. It's actually Ulster, Northern Ireland. I saw that. And then there's a little cheeky three percent Scottish. My father always claimed to actually be from Scottish. From Scottish, yeah, from he, Scottish he, lands. He, he claimed to be from the Scottish lands, and he had a Scottish accent, and he was a Scotsman by all accounts. Get on your bike, okay? You watch it, kid. I give you a knuckle sandwich. That was my pa. And um, it was only once um, he passed away that we realised that he was an Irishman, and the DNI results um, prove it. There's also a two percent Anatolia and the Caucasus. Anatolia and the Caucasus. That's basically a strip of land. A very contested region. Basically, I come from a lots of sort of um, where politically. Is yeah, that, where that is, is that strip is so to the south of it. Um, you've got um, Georgia, Azerbaijan, and Armenia, and to the north, guys, wait for it, Russia, and it's nestled in betwixt the Black Sea and the Caspian Sea. Um, but what's interesting about the region is it's been one of the most contested lands throughout history, um, along with Palestine along with Northern Ireland. So it starts to explain. You're a walking contention. I'm a walking contention. Um, so I'm just but in Shirley's spare room. I've noticed there's a lot of sort of very small A-cup black bras, all with their price tags on them. What's that about? Oh, gosh, are there? Well, that one over there. Like, it's something out of, like, Madonna's Blonde Ambition tour. She's reaching over to grab my boulder holder. Oh no, it, they're not together. But that's a very small. When was the last time you were that size? Oh, that's a long time, isn't it? But is that from Tammy Girl? That don't be silly. They went into administration in the oh, early eighties. No, Alice 80s. Temple. Alice Temple. All right. No, oh, I was it Alice Temple. Yeah. Oh, I might put that on, guys. If you have any old clobber that you want to get rid of, um, and you want to make money for charity at the same time, our friend has just set up an app available on the Apple Store. It's called Layers. L L A Y. R-E-S. I've probably spelled that wrong. Layers. Double L. Okay. The long one is looking up the spelling of it. But what's so ingenious about this particular app is that you can pick a charity of your choice. Currently, the the, the choices are quite limited. Put what percentage you want um, to go to that charity and the rest is yours. And obviously, Layers takes a, a little nominal cut. 
Um, it's like eBay. It's like any one of those um, online um, buy and sell platforms. But this way, your money is going to charity. I've put all my old Vivi Westwards, Marcella McCartney's, and now me. Where's that one from? Alice Templey. No, you know when you go to these sample sales and you buy loads of things that don't fit you, colours you shouldn't be seen dead in, like the aubergines and the fuses. Oh, yeah. Um, L-L-A-Y-R-S. Yeah. So download yeah. that. Get all your old kits that you don't um, use anymore. I know you've got it. And, and start getting money to those charities and lining your own pockets. Imagine. So how does it work? How much goes to charity and how much goes into charity? You can pick. So for instance, I picked, I said in the first place, 20% to charity and then I felt a bit tight. So I'm going to go 50. Well, I'm going to go good. halfy, halfy. Especially with the designer gear that still has its tags on. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Feel good and app, do good. App up, guys. App up. <laughs> So I found something, Shirley, and I think you know this. Ladies and gents and those who identify as other, I've found something that really scares the living Jesus out of my son. And it's good because I've had to start being quite strict with him because um, not only am I doing a lot of single parenting at the moment. <laughs> no, my, my husband's just back in the office more and he likes to go to the football in the evenings um, and, and socialise. And he likes to drink, so he's out a lot. So I have to find a way to, you know do bath time and bedtime sensibly, efficiently, and, you know, not lose my shite, although recently I have been. But the one thing that really scares him is the thought of the, um, what's her name? Sleep fairy. Oh, gosh. Now, yes. it, I don't think he remembers. We did actually get a sleep fairy. She was very nice. Um, when he was about 18 months, and it was just to train him how to go to sleep and to nap in the day. And it sort of worked. It did work, but it was a lot of, it was a long boat. It was a long boat. But I think the reason why it scares him is because he watches Ben and Holly's uh, Little Kingdom. Does yes, I know. I, he has. He has watched And that. I think what he's scared of is the fairy teacher and the spells and the wands because he said to me, no, no, what do you mean? And I said, it's the sleep fairy. And I thought, gosh, this has really struck a nerve. How wonderful. And he said, can she walk? And I burst into laughter. And I said, what do you mean? She got a wand. And I said, ah, oh, she walks, but she also flies. Is she going to do magic on me? And I said, and she will. I'm not going to call her now, but I will do if you don't behave. And it works every time at the moment. Well, I don't you, want to yeah, it. I mean, you sent me a video and I just saw a child completely traumatised, just pacing up and down <laughs> the, the, the length of the, um, the living room, screaming, no, no, mummy, no. And um, it, you, could do, you could, couldn't help but laugh. And I go, what on earth have you done? And she says, I'm threatening the sleep fairy. I go, and it gets that reaction? I, I wish I it's, wish I had a, a weapon. I know a that's tool my weapon. Like I don't that. want to abuse it because I don't want to say it the whole time. Like, no more iPads, no more not going out, no more chocolate. But I I have to say it has been working because I've been at my the, the end of my tether for the last couple of nights. You know, putting them to bed alone, and every time I say, you know, I'm going to call. Okay, and he gets into bed, and he, you know. So anyway, it works really well for me. So it might work for you guys. The sleep fairy. <laughs> So, I mean, I don't want to go dark straight away, but I'm a, I don't know if you've seen that that billboard, that advert. If it's a, it's a mother of two and she's weightlifting and then there's just liquid gushing out of her vagine. Yes, I have seen it. Yeah. So that's a campaign um, by LV. You know LV, the, uh, the breast pump and also the um, pelvic floor worker. Okay. And it's part of their um, Leaks Happen campaign. And anyway... There's, 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 there's been some articles off the back of that about incontinence in women post-birth. And apparently one in three women have um, either bladder or bowel incontinence. Now, I know I had a bit of bladder incontinence. Actually, in the beginning, in the beginning after the first, I did have a bit of a bowel incontinence. 
not pleasant. Sure. But I was never caught short in public, probably because okay. I stayed at home for the first six months. But um, And it's usually, all the examples they give are women who've had episiotomies where they cut the um, bit in between and for, from a forceps delivery. And some of these stories are just horrific of these poor women who are crapping themselves and pissing themselves long after they've given birth. And I think the general consensus is that we as a country do not do enough for these women. And it's just something that you're just like, yeah, you know, you've had a baby, what do you want? It's painful, shit happens. Um, where they don't have this problem and where we're trying to learn from is actually France, um, where you can imagine they don't let women just um, sit there with a, a ripped vulva and a ripped asshole. Because no, they've, they've been very get, hard. They've got to get back in the sack and they've yeah. got to please their husbands. They have. And they are very hot on um, gynaecology, gynaecology. Everyone has one in France. We, they, and they cannot fathom why every woman in the UK does not have their own assigned gynaecologue who it's is so definitely funny. a male in his 50s who is going to try and shag you that's what's so hilarious people love to go and see the gynecologue no 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 je viens pas parce que je vais au gynecologue je dis ici oui il est très oui il est sympa I mean that's the thing everyone has a gynecologue I, I know and it's um, is that your one squealing on I mine think that's let's pretend it didn't let's, happen <laughs> let's pretend we can't hear that and we've got both our uh, wee bones downstairs but um, that's it I do just yeah people do they go uh, have you spoken to a pediatrician about this have you spoken to a gynecologist I don't have these people on on speed dial, unless no. you go private. You barely saw have... a midwife. Yeah, barely. Uh, I see the locum doctor. He can barely speak English. And every time I have a problem, he looks it up on Wikipedia. And then he opens this big sort of encyclopedia and then prescribes me whatever I ask for. That's my um, the extent of my... Um, my GP practice. But what's the issue here? Are we meant to then... Oh, is it about aftercare, post-birth? It's aftercare. Pretty non-existent here. I'm not going to go into the um, uh, the horrid tales, actually. No, no, no. You said time. enough. People no, get no. the idea. Yeah, and it's basically this country, we absolutely suck ass at um, any sort of postnatal care where women is concerned. So the waiting list for any sort of pelvic um, uh, reconstruction, quite literally, or um, physiotherapy well, goes is, my one. is more than a year. So, you know, women are literally soiling themselves on the bus smelling shies and looking around, realising it's them, and they don't have an appointment to get this sorted for more than a year. And they're up in arms because they're saying, if this was a bloke and they got ripped from, you know, from cock to arsehole, trust me, there'll be action. Okay. Is that your child? It is my child. Why don't you change the subject and I'll go and, get, and I'll go and put a dummy in my baby's mouth. Thank you. It's been a big week, actually, for a lot of um, parents. My WhatsApps have been going absolutely crazy because this is the week that people find out what schools their kids have got into. This isn't us now, but it's us next year, isn't it, Shirley? Yes, but we're very much on these threads because a lot of the kids are summer babies and basically they looked far too small to be off to school. Half of them can't speak and they're going to big school. They're going to be there every day. It's not all going to be about play, is it? They're going to have to learn. No, I think some of these schools actually push their children really hard. It's difficult. Actually, mine's going to be one of the... Ours are going to be one of the eldest in the year, but my second one, not so much, because he's an August babe. Um, but I think it, what's weird about it, I don't understand the system, I can't imagine you understand it. I mean, I'm just... Well, saying. give us a go first. Give us a go. But thank you for the uh, uh, lack of faith there. Go on. You have to put your choices one to five. You might not get any places that you want to, but you have to keep them anyway. So you lock, you you, have, you can't come off the system. Do you understand what I mean? No, so you might, new to, I, I haven't got into it. Yeah, I mean. So you won't know the answers. But what I'm saying is it's very odd. You get choices of one to four or one to five. Um, you might, go, might not get your first, second or indeed your third choice, but you have to say yes to your fourth choice. You can't, you, and, and then you get put on a waiting list and then you might be able to get bumped up. 
It's a strange system. And it's all done through the council. None of it's done through the schools. But you, in order for you to get possibly your first or second choice, you've got to keep your choice full. And a lot of the parents I've seen on these threads, sadly, haven't had any of their first choices. Well, this is what I hear in my area too. Um, lots of people didn't get... And then what happened is as terms started, yes. people started to fall out. Yes. And then they get a call sort of two terms in saying, we got a place. Yeah, which is weird. And you don't which want is, your kids no, to start, no. you know. Anyway, guys, this is the trials and tribulations of the sort of um, school chat that we now I can't to... bear that we're going into this as, as, as soon as next year, all this school chat. And also, schools finish at 330 it's so early. It's too early, isn't it? It's too early. It really is too early. Anyway, guys, if anyone's got any sort of sensible um, help or they can explain the system to me, do let me know. Do DM me. Do PM me. Do ring my bell. Recommendations of what to watch. Now, sadly, I haven't been able to watch much mm. these evenings um, because I like to watch it with my wooden partner and she's just on Canadian time now so I never see her she's busy all day in her she shed on calls having a terrible time but um, there is an anthology series I really want to watch even though reviews have been lukewarm mm -hmm. and it's called Raw it's on Apple and are you aware of an anthology series Shirley? not the one not one called Raw no no but, but what an anthology series means Oh my gosh! I mean, sure. Sure. okay, just, just, just sure. Eight standalone stories about what it, what it is to be a woman today. Um, we've got we've got storylines um, that include sex with a duck, teeth emerging from um, bloody wounds, and teenage incels in basements. Um, it's an unsettling watch, and um, Nicole Kidman's in one of them. That's what you need to know. Anyway, I'm really looking forward to it. I love an anthology series. I do. I just like they're weird, they're wonderful, and they're just short stories, and you don't have to invest in the whole series, and jobs are good. Not for me. I've been watching Top Boy, which I've been really enjoying with Ashley Waters, the latest series. Um, and if anyone knows I've been watching it, they'll understand my hashtag, got any food for me, fam? Got any food for me, fam? Yeah. I think it's brilliant. I think it's really, really good. I think it's really well... And they've obviously got a budget because they're doing a lot of filming in Morocco, Spain you know um, what's it abroad. about it's a housing states it's a gun crime it's east london it's gangs it's re but it's really really well done it's really well done the casts are amazing and actually there was a very good scene between him and his mum in the last episode i watched that was really strong on so many levels it was like watching Chekhov in a way it was so layered it's about the fact that he um wants to pump money into this new housing regime, tear everything down. He wants to pump money in it. She's absolutely disgusting. Her son is a drug dealer and she's been living there. It's her heart, her soul. Everything's been in this building and she cannot believe that he is the one that's petitioning to have these the block of flats called Summer House, you know, torn down. And it's very, on so many levels, you go, you know what? This is, this is, this is something. Where can we watch it? Um, I think it's on Netflix, isn't it? Or Channel 4? Top Boy. It's, I, I mean, I always, I really enjoyed all the um, the previous ones, but Ashley Waters, who's now exec producing it, Netflix, is really good. And actually, what I didn't like is the fact that I read in an article recently that he said, actually, it's so easy for him, Top Boy, that he can do it with his eyes closed and he's almost bored of it. And you actually, what, there's a cockiness to him, but actually it works with the part. So yeah, watch it. Top Boy. Not to be confused with Shirley's anthology. Thank you. <laughs> If, I don't know if you ever think about, you know, as you get older, you start thinking things, the un unimaginable. Um, I say that because I've started thinking about 
If I were to move out of London, where would I go? I say the unimaginable because I'm a London-born girl. I have I have never lived outside of London. I don't really care to live anywhere in the UK except for London. But I tell you what, just going to Devon. Sorry to go on about Devon. Going to Devon. Here we go. Here we, we go. go again. It's not yeah, a yeah, migraines. It's a Devon. If it's not Devon, Devon, it's someone's bowels. Go on. Uh, <laughs> Going to Devon over Easter and just seeing how delighted mm. my son was in in just basically muck, you know, in the in the meadows and and, and the moors, with the sheep and the the, the lapin, and they're just just being outdoors, you know. And he was just so excited to wake up. He goes, "Can we go outdoors?" He never says that in London. Wakes up no. and says, "Can we go outdoors?" He's an outdoor Viking, your one. And um, you know, he was in the nod. He just had so much fun, and um, he did really, really didn't want to leave. He got really upset in the way. He, you know, he just got so sad in the car all the way home as we sort of entered the metropolis and the smoky, the the big, quite literally the big smoke. And he's just going, "Can we go back, please?" And it's, it wasn't even, you know, he was missing people. He was just missing the place, the uh, the, the yeah. The fresh air, the fresh air, the great, out, great outdoors, and would you be tempted to go to Devon? Well, well, the only the because my son's quite asthmatic, but I know hopefully it will clear up as he gets older. But we do live in one of the most polluted areas yeah. in London. He didn't cough at all whilst we were there in the night. He usually has a coughing fit for about an hour each evening, and we have asthma inhalers and the like. He didn't take his asthma inhaler. See, that is cough. pretty big. I mean, you can't really, you know, argue with that, you can can't. you? can't. And then I started to think, so where would you go? Because I need my diversity, Shirley, because I am 48% Palestinian. But you and say you need it, but do you really? Are no, you really going to miss it? No, I do. Because I actually go to a lot of white areas in, in the UK and you don't as much. And that's the that's the thing I go, when I leave, I go, oh, thank God for that. Just get me somewhere where I can, you know, where am I going to buy my lady's fingers? Please. Yeah. Well, listen, I have to say, I can see you in Brighton, to be honest. And it's not just because you're with another woman. It's not just because I, I was about to say Brighton. You know I detest Brighton. No, but I can. Areas I, well, yeah, Hove, actually. Yeah, I mean that. I mean that. When I say Brighton, I mean the county of. I can see you in um, Hove. I can see you in Lewis. All those sort of areas, which aren't so far. It's not too far, maybe. And, it's and to near have the, the sea in my eyeline each morning, how lovely. Yeah, it's actually not as romantic as you think. But um, not Brighton Beach anyway. It's an absolute shit. Oh, yeah, it's, it's Pebble Beach. It's Pebble Beach. Course. Um, But maybe that for you. Maybe. Maybe it's the, it needs to be in the five-year plan and move out of London. But always keep a little pied tear in London. Always oh, keep if you can afford Shirley, you absolutely must. But you know me. I want... I'm not going... I'm not going out. I'm, if anything, I'm going more central. I'm going bigger and more central. That's the plan anyway. Winner-winner, uh, please. My winner-winner... Oh, so my winner winner is I'm actually really looking forward to Saturday. I'd completely forgotten what I had on the menu and it took my manny to tell me, he goes, I'm babysitting for you. And I said, really? I said, where am I going? He goes, I don't know. And then I had to really, really um, sort of engage the single cog going around in my brain to remember that uh, this is the weekend that I cash in my Mother's Day gift. So I start off with a massage at the cow shed. Um, so her house, Shoreditch House, Shoreditch House rather, followed by lunch at Brat, mm. which is a lovely restaurant. If you haven't been to Brat, you must. Um, the kids are coming, which is going to be awful, but never mind. Mm, that really is. Followed by dinner at Hunan, 
um, which is a fantastic Chinese restaurant that I've been You're dying be to go right. to. Your gut's going to be all right with I, all that I'm, food. I'm really nervous, actually. I'm scared. It's a brilliant um, Chinese restaurant in um, Pimlico. Pimlico yeah. Oh, no. The Chinese is going to play havoc with your system. And they have no prices there. Oh, I even better. I love a place. Whoever paid so, for that, thank, thank you, you very, very much. much. <laughs> so what you do, yeah, I absolutely have no intention of pushing, sinking my hand into my very shallow <laughs> pocket. But you just basically tell the chef what you like, what you don't oh, like. Gosh. You know, so I can say, like, I really like seafood but I'm gluten-free and no MSG and I like, you know, whatever. And then he goes off and he prepares for you and it's a, a set price and you don't need to know about that price until the bill comes. I love it. Sounds lovely. Watch the wind. Um, my winner winner is the fact that my shitty gifts, you know I rang you up from that Farah shop on the yeah. North Coat Road. Farah is that amazing charity shop that has some really good sort of second-hand kids garb and clothes and toys and shite. I knew that my son wanted a Peppa Pig house. I think it's the house on Amazon. And I thought, oh, you know what? I'm going to try and be a bit of a um, cheap ass and see whether I can get away with buying a few items from, items from Farah. And he loved it. Brilliant. Two monster trucks, a book, and um, a Gruffalo puzzle. And he was absolutely thrilled to hit Marrow. So I'm really pleased that my shitty gifts went down a storm and all for about a tenner and to charity. So it's a win, 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 win. Win, win. Love yeah. it. The duck. Dead duck. Um, oh gosh, it's difficult, you know. If I'm to be really honest with you, I had a vertigo attack this morning and I feel very shaky on the ground and I've got a show tonight. So that, in in all honesty, is my dead duck because mm. I just really, really want us to perform tonight because it will be the first time we've performed uh, in how many years? Like, live. To, well, two, together, because last time I performed was with your willing partner. Because so I'd had a vertigo attack. That was February 2020. So that was, so yeah. actually together, it's all about a decade. No, about three years. It's really sad. So, and it's only a 20 minute spot down at a boozer on Camberwell Grove. If anyone's interested, but by which days it will be too late because this goes out Monday. But um, yeah, that's my dead duck. But it could turn into a winner winner. Do you know what I mean? So let's just let's watch this space. Let's watch it's this space. It's all to play for. It's all to play for. Um, my dead duck is the fact that I have uh, been um, been given the boot by my childminder. <laughs> it's so sad. I don't know it's what you're It's so sad. Do. No, to Achievement. be fair to her. No, you can't give her a name. She might listen. <laughs> don't give her a name in case she listens. But um, no, I understand why she's done it. It's because she needs full time and she's committed to other people's siblings. And that's fine. Although I'm absolutely gutted because she lives on our Bereft. own. My son loves her. She's really, you know. She's affordable. She, it's just so sad on so many levels. But part of me thinks everything a reason. So maybe what I might need to do, because he is of that age now. He is a really sweet little unit and he is lively. And he, So maybe I'll just get someone in once a week to sort of take him to, you know, Games, not games, what they call baby classes and walk him in the park and talk to the ducks with him, teach him how to count, things that I won't necessarily do with him. No, I'm, I'm gutted. Listen, it's a dead duck. I'll get over it and I'll move on. But until then, I'm I'm mourning. Yeah, completely appreciate that. Guys, thank you. Thank for you so us much. Peckham Towers. Peckham Towers. There are lots of men outside on bikes with lots of long beards. I saw a few women in dungarees. Do come uh, with beards. With beards. Yeah, with women them. with beards. Um, I'm going there myself. Um, and the cheese in this area is incredibly good. They've got a very good sort of sweet um, sweet counter as well. Do come to Peckham. If anything, actually, I, I recommend buying in Peckham. I'm, I'm recommending it to my godfather at the moment who's in France and he wants to buy and I'm saying, you know what? The wife says Peckham. So we're looking around Peckham. Guys, come to Peckham. Thank you, Thank you so much. Take care now. Goodbye. Bye. You've been listening to Motherfunk with Shirley and Shirley.
otherwise known as Joanna Carolan and Pascal Wilson. Produced by Mabel Productions. Tune in and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Thank you.